Hello, super mama. So today we have an adult episode only. So if you have little ones listening right now, it's a good time to cover their ears and save this episode for when you're alone. Okay, so here we go. Samara Fabric, our sex therapist extraordinaire, is back with us to talk about sex toys, sex shops, dates to sex shops, and lots more sex. Even her 19-year-old son joined in in the conversation and dropped major knowledge. So let's just say it got a little bit R-rated. So keep an open mind and take mental notes. Also, don't forget that this weekend, September 16th, we're going to have a Super Mama meetup at the Macy's and Los Cerritos here in Los Angeles. So for more info, please visit our event page on Supermamas podcast.com where we have all the info but please september 16th at 2 p.m in the macy's and los cerritos here in the la area okay guys let's get on with the show (laughs) hola i'm paulina hi i'm bricia and we're sisters friends daughters wives and business owners following our dreams just striving to be a better version of ourselves every day all right and we're also moms (laughs) Welcome to the Super Mama Sisterhood. And I was jumping on the waves with Carista, and he was like, oh my God, this is the best ever. We get in the car, we get home. She cries because I woke her up. I was like, I wish I didn't have any kids within like three hours. <laughs> she stopped me right there. She was like, Risa, I want you to understand this. I seriously believe that our children choose us and we don't choose our children. Right. Your baby chose you to be his mom. Mm-hmm. He knew what kind of mom he wanted, and he chose you as his mom. Oh, that's right. Nice. We're all sisters here to inspire, support, and guide each other to dream bigger and to enjoy every moment of this extraordinary journey that is womanhood. Listas? Here we go. <laughs> Super mamas! Hello. happening so glad to be back what is happening in the world (laughs) so much so So much different things so many so many things you could say um but i just want before we get started i want to give a huge shout out to our friend wahaking yes um a huge congratulations and thank you he put on a fundraiser page that we can link on our um show notes link on our show notes if you want to donate to oaxaca or he is going to be gathering all the donations going to purchase things such as like diapers and wipes and food and water and clothes and toothpaste and all the necessities and 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 personally delivering them with a team there is there are so many causes right right? there are so many disasters happening whether it's hurricane irma hurricane harvey i think hurricane harvey was the one that started right yes harvey then the dreamers the daca then it was irma Mm -hmm. then it was earthquake from oaxaca and you know there's there's so many ways that people are like donate here donate that like i i think like sometimes it just can get really i don't know diluted right but uh i always tell people you know what whatever your heart tells you you need to do yeah so what what we did was how can we help immediately how can we give immediate help so my mom is actually purchasing a bunch of stuff as well in mm-hmm. Oaxaca and we are taking um, a bus not a bus but a truck full of necessities mom, she's going to be driving to Alisma with my dad accompanying Oaxaca as well I want to bi- give a big shout out huge huge shout out and a huge thank you 
to Natalia, owner of um, Sueño, of the Sueño Shop. Um, her Instagram is at Sueño underscore shop. Sueño. Yes. Sueño Shop. She makes uh, uh, fresh baby blankets that look like sarapes, which is they're, they're beautiful. They're so cute. She actually donated. She sent money to my mom directly to help buy to buy a lot of necessities for those affected. So I just want to say and thank you to Natalia yes. so much because it's about being proactive, right? Mm-hmm. And, and again, there's so many causes you can donate, but whatever your heart tells you, whatever you feel, that needs to be the immediate help. Immediate help, immediate yeah. response. I mean, this especially hits us really close to home. Our families from there, we're from there, our parents were there. Um, so it's especially close to our heart, but there's so many other things that you can be doing for so many other people. You know, don't feel obligated. Just if you want to help somebody, it doesn't really matter where, Oaxaca, Texas, Florida, just reach out and help somebody because, you know, we can yeah, all be or in the a DACA, Or a DACA student that you can, maybe you can help someone fill their, you know, their application fees. I think there's a lot of things that a lot of expenses coming up for these kids. So if you just want to find somebody and, you know, again, I, I think I think one of the best things that we could do is just help one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I recently posted something about, you know, just don't forget. I mean, there's so many bad things happening, but don't forget that your center is right where you are, your family, your immediate family, your kids, take care of yourself, take care of your family and be ready, be ready, mm-hmm. be prepared. You know, we never know what's going to happen next. We never know what tomorrow's going to look like. So just be ready, sisters, and um, just get prepared and love one another today, not tomorrow, mm-hmm. today. And love yourself. And this episode is all about <laughs> loving yourself. <laughs> loving your body. Loving your getting body. Getting in contact with your inner body <laughs> you're in yeah your inner body your inner body from both sides <laughs> this is a this is a very explicit episode yeah do not listen <laughs> to it with your children no. unless you have that relationship then by all means go ahead uh we had a really interesting conversation with samara fabric yes. you know our, our our relationship slash sex therapist that's come on the show before if you haven't heard her first episode you can go back on supermaspodcast.com and check that episode out but uh, this is her second time back yes and since we already know one another and talked about we talked about a lot of we talked about a lot we of talked about sex stuff. toys we talked about masturbation masturbation we talked about different types of sex <laughs> you know from different parts of our body uh so, so yeah i just want to say like you know take this episode with an open mind okay yeah. take this episode with an open mind this is just something that you know we, we thought we should talk about because mm-hmm. sometimes we don't even know what's going on right now we have kids and our, some of our kids are getting older and we just need to know what they're exposed to as well mm-hmm. so i think that is the one thing that i took from there like if if it's not for you personally then it's for somebody that you know your your younger sister your younger cousins your your kids that are older now and you don't even know what's going on what's going on in the sex world out there <laughs> and now you're gonna know <laughs> apparently a lot apparently. a lot she brought her son yes her son was here with us too who dropped a lot of knowledge and yeah it was really fun it was a it was fun, fun episode to tape i hope you guys enjoy it again you know don't listen <laughs> with anyone that you don't feel comfortable listening about sex with <laughs> uh, we get we get pretty deep we don't have zero you know how we go we yeah have zero filters we had zero filters in this episode we talked a lot a lot about our private lives uh, about our privates and our lives <laughs> that's true that is true we did talk about a lot about our privates 
No, but it's good. I mean, it's good. It's we're trying to normalize this conversation, and, and as much as sometimes we feel a little bit uncomfortable talking about it, it it is what it is, you know. And some people out there do not have any uncomfortableness talking about the situations, and they're like a little bit ahead of us. So let's mm-hmm. just let's just keep it real. Let's just yeah. call it what it is. I think one of the things also that I got a takeaway from here is like the importance of learning about our own bodies and being connected to, cause it's part of who we are, right? It's yeah. a part of being connected. And I was, I was like kind of doing a little bit more research about this. And the more, the more, you know, sexually free we are, the more comfortable we are the bodies. That's what gives us vitality. And that's what keeps us young. Ooh. So, you know, that, that those releases of those certain hormones are really what, increase that that's what it can increase you know like hair production like in her hair that's, that's what keeps us vital and happy mm. and i was like maybe that's why j-lo looks so good maybe hello <laughs> i think mean, look at her she's living life <laughs> you know what i mean you know you know she's you know she's sexually free all right you guys so without further ado here is our very explicit interview again <laughs> samara fabric <laughs> Hello, Samara. Welcome back. Thank Hello. you. Oh my Glad gosh, to be we are back. so excited. We popped out the micheladas. <laughs> we are ready to talk about sex. I'm excited. I'm really Paulina excited. doesn't have a michelada. Don't worry. Well, no, just clo- <laughs> disclaimer. I do not have a michelada. <laughs> I'm probably going to keep going. It's hot outside. It's so hot outside. It is. Um, and you brought your son with you. I just want to say that your son is in the room. Zach, yes. who is also starting to be a sex therapist. He's studying right now to, he's starting his second year in Santa Cruz in intensive psychology. And he's a sex educator at UC Mm, Santa Cruz. So he teaches about birth control and um, safe sex and consent. That's great. And um, yeah. He's he's, amazing, by the way. You have raised a a fabulous son. Thank you. I (laughs) I know. I'm totally going to follow him on Instagram and like be his BFF. So let's get started. We have a few questions from our super mamas that were turned in. Sure. Um, so one of the one of the questions that we got is, how do you keep it spicy when you're pregnant and huge? My husband was afraid to have sex towards the end of my pregnancy because he thought we'd cause premature labor. Okay. So um, very common. Um, and it's not my question, by the way. Okay. <laughs> but it's, it's no, we all know you have a good sex life, Paulina. Yeah. It's very common. I think you know men are often kind of intimidated by the pregnancy thing, and they don't. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's a little scary. Your body looks different. Yeah. Most men are thankfully smart enough not to say, you know, I'm not really turned on by the pregnancy body. <laughs> but a lot of men are not turned on by it. They're scared. Um, so it's it's very common. Uh, what I would recommend is if if penetration feels uncomfortable for the man, then do things that aren't penetration. Have oral sex. Have you know use some sex toys. Um, do him, you know, service him, whether but with your mouth or your hand. I mean, there's other things that you can do besides having sexual intercourse um, if that is, you know, scary for him. And by the way, one of the things that um, doctors or midwives will recommend is that if you do want to uh, start labor, they do recommend having yes. sex. So mm-hmm. there is, you know, wh- how much of that is real and how much of that is a, a wives' tale, I don't know. But what they say is that the semen does soften up the cervix. Um, so mm-hmm. it can start, um, you know, uh, dilating. Um, for some people, it works. For m- many people, it doesn't. Um, I don't think it really starts pre-, pre- 
you know, labor, preterm labor. But if your guy's worried about it, do other things. Be creative. I mean, I think one of the fun things about um, pregnancy and breastfeeding, which we'll, I'll talk about in one second, is that it, it it maybe requires you to be a little bit more creative and ingenious. I think we use a lot of our creativity at work, um, and we 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 think about things differently, and we really put a lot of effort. And I think sometimes in the bedroom we just do the same thing, or <laughs> we don't use that that creativeness, and it it maybe requires you to do some be a little bit more creative. You know, a little, a little different, a little outside the box. The other thing that I want to say is breastfeeding. When women are breastfeeding, um, there, I've heard it called mini menopause because yeah. your mm. hormones are similar to when you're menopausal, which basically means that you're drier, you're you're less lubricated uh, in your vagina. Um, you know, you're when you're breastfeeding, your your breasts are not sexual centers; they're mm-hmm. <laughs> Bessie the milk cow centers. <laughs> um, so, you know, so maybe you in prior to breastfeeding, your nipples were stimulating, and that was part of your sex life. And it just it, it really for for the most part can't be because yeah. it's just it's the least sexy thing. Like Plus you know, cracked or bleeding, or right? And <laughs> and and there's milk coming out. I mean, they're yeah. just you know, it's just it's they're they're and. And, and there's there's nothing less sexy than a child and nothing less sexy than a baby. And when you're breastfeeding and there's, you know, you're expressing milk, that is really for the baby. So mm-hmm. it's almost like the, the breasts are off limits. limits. Um, and the and your vagina for most women is much drier, maybe a little tighter. If you've During had a, the whole time of breastfeeding, pretty much, yeah. Oh. If you've had a vaginal birth, you know it's a, uh, But if you've had a vaginal birth, you may have some tearing, all mm-hmm. that stuff. So I, you know, I always recommend for women who are breastfeeding just to be really aware of your body and careful. Mm-hmm. Um, I really recommend using lube. I think I talked about the lube the last time I was here at the podcast, which is I use Pure. It's P J U R. It's a German brand, um, and I use this silicone. Um, it's for it's 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 made for women. It is a oh. female um, lube. There's lots of lubes on the market that my gay son over here <laughs> is shaking his head. I have, but, I have one lube that I like that um, I'll, I'll recommend. It's called I think it's called Zizzle Lips. It's like a really weird. No, it's called. I do. Told, the other day I was putting it away. I told my husband, like, this lube is called Zizzle Lips. <laughs> and he's like, it sounds like it was invented by the guy who uh, created Sizzler. <laughs> That's how I remember the name. But um, it's actually the, the um, it's uh, caramel flavor. And oh, I don't wow. know if you guys, if you guys ever remember the caramel lollipops. Um, from high school, well, yeah. I was in high school. There was like the apple and caramel pops. Mm-hmm. It tastes just like that. Oh, that's funny. Like it's a lot of the lubes that um, I've tried always leave me like a weird aftertaste, and I don't like them. This one, uh-uh. so good. Anyway. Okay, I mean the the idea is to make sure to find a lube that works. I talk to a lot of women. I'm like, are you using lube? Yeah, but it doesn't really work. I'm like, then it's not the right lube. And that you you know, there's enough stuff online. If you don't want to go into a store, you can buy it online. You can go into a store. Many of the lubes have little samples, so that you can buy the little samples and try the little samples. If it, it really needs 
to work if you're going to use it. Um, but even it, with the lube, oftentimes when people are breastfeeding, it's still, it feels different. The sexual intercourse can feel very different. Mm -hmm. So if it does, you need to be verbal. You need to tell your partner, you know, that doesn't feel good. Can we do something else? Can we do, you know, maybe less penetration? Um, you get drier, you get drier faster. So it's just being aware that it's different. Communication. When, communication. Exactly. Exactly. Well, if you are, you know, if you're breastfeeding and you're trying to get it on, I, if you wear a bra with um, breast pads, mm -hmm. you know, the ones that get the milk and just kind of put that and then put like a training bra on on top of it just to kind of make so you know for sure like nothing's gonna just sort of leak. leak out and like you feel weird when you start seeing leaking. So if you do that, you know, even if he's, you know, fondling whatever and you and you feel like breasts coming a breast milk coming out like at least it won't be like you know all over the place i don't remember i right now i'm trying to think and i don't remember i don't remember how it was for me yeah i'll and, find and, out soon and look you know that maybe for some men it floats their boat i mean people have all kinds of fetishes but for the most part for for men it, it's it's a little um off-putting yeah and for women too i hated leaking and you know and so i would wear i always wore a bra i never i don't think i took a bra for 13 months so well you know like right now she was talking about like the sex when you're very pregnant like you know right now my nipples are so sensitive but in a good way like you know they're like extra sensitive so that feels good so for me i'm like oh that feels good at least they're not itching right i would rather for them to feel like good than itching so mm -hmm. i find it very pleasing right now and you know right now my nipples you know very graphic but they're like black and you know ready for the baby um so it's just it's that's the like we call that creating a target yeah for the baby oh, knows where for the baby yeah bullseye it's just, it's yeah just like ready yeah uh, but they're actually very um sensitive and it feels good so i'm like you know we can't do all the things that we used to do before because the belly's so big but we can do other things like you say like right. you know right now the breasts are not having milk yet so i'm like use them as much as i can because then they're not going to be yours for a while right <laughs> okay so another one of the questions that we received uh several versions of the question was basically um postpartum sex how is it normal i wonder the mom says she had sex in six months she does not in the mood um is it normal is it not how do you get back into it you know like how long is too long okay it's a great question um there's no set answer i'm, I'm not going to say okay you know at uh, six months two days and you know 20 <laughs> hours you should be having sex it's really different for for everybody Um, and you really got to know your own body. Mm -hmm. I think that for many women, I used to say I, my children were my accessories. I put them on in the morning and I took them off at night. You know, <laughs> they literally like they, I wore a sling, they hang on you. They're all over you. They need you. They're completely, you know, dependent, non-self-sufficient. So there's a lot of your, there's a lot of output with affection and mm -hmm. caring mm -hmm. and giving and responsibility. And the last thing that a lot of women want is then to be touched and <laughs> groped or, you're you know, touched. You're right. You're, you're right. You're, you're, we, we, and we do have, you know, we can be over touched mm -hmm. and, and touch is really important, but there are, you know, sometimes enough is enough. Yeah. And I think that the hardest thing for women is that when you're just so, 
attached to this baby that and you're so touched and needed it's very hard to switch gears and then be this sexy you know goddess mm-hmm. for your partner mm-hmm. and it's it's a complaint it's it's a, it's an issue that comes up very very often so this is my so it's super super normal what i really suggest with people is that they obviously talk about it um, and if they can find a way to be sensual as opposed to sexual during that time, ooh, that, explain a difference. I, like I will. That feels f- giving and delicious and nurturing. So, for example, if you get in the shower together, baby's sleeping, and you get in the shower together, and your partner washes your body mm. or shaves your legs for you. Or oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, okay. or anything else you want to shave, <laughs> or um, or t- you know helps give you a bath, or you give you know he gives you a massage. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the sensual, it's the mm. touching, that's the connection. So the the biggest concern that I have with people not having sex is is not about the sex; it's about the connectivity. It's right. that staying connected, and when mm. you're taking care of this baby particularly if you're breastfeeding and whether you're staying at home or you're working or a combination of both you're really your your attention is so very focused that your partner often feels left in the dust so it's really the connectivity and if you don't feel like having sex which again is pretty normal for a lot of people not for everyone but for a lot of people then do some kind of sensuality some kind of sensual exercise that feels good what doesn't feel good about getting your back washed right nothing right right. right? so you know taking care of right a foot massage the nurturing because you're you're nurturing all day long and your partner can come and help nurture you another thing that i mean i i would have thought and i i think that's that helped that helped me be motivated to have sex after babies was that you feel like you lose yourself for a bit when you're having the baby like you're not you you're like this cow like you're just like you know giving 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 that i felt like at least i get to have my sexuality back for like at one time a week you know what I mean? So when I'm just me, I'm back to being me. And it made me feel good. Like I would have sex and then the next day I was like, oh, I'm in a better mood. So, you know, it's just also for, I used it for that too. Like I need to feel normal tonight. Like, I, you know, let's just be us for a little bit and forget about this whole ruckus that's going on around us. And I think a lot of us forget that that can also make you feel better. Yeah. by yourself. Yeah, right? for sure. So, and we do, you know, we lose our body, we, we lose our shapes, we, you know, it's all mm-hmm. for a good cause, but, <laughs> um, and even if you're not pregnant, even if you're adopting or you're using mm-hmm. surrogacy and you still have your body, you're still constantly nurturing and mm-hmm. giving in a very mothering role. And again, the, the sex, sex and sexuality to me is very far apart and needs to be very far apart from our role as mother. Right. So to switch, be able to switch gears for a lot of people is really hard because you know, you, you can't get into the sack and be sexy and all that stuff in your mother role. Mm-hmm. Right. It's not sexy. Yeah. And, and not that it's not sexy for your partner. It's not sexy for you. Right. 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 So if you can switch gears, that's great. A lot of people can't. And that's where I, add the sensuality because you can you can be sensual in your mother role that's true i really really like that 
Okay, so let's move on to the later part of the relationship. So you're pregnant, you're having sex, you find out how to be central. Now the kid's like two, four, five, or 19, like yours. <laughs> um, so one of the questions that my friend had, I know uh, my sister and I spoke a little bit on this on the show in a previous episode, how we went to visit a you know, sex shop. Um, and uh, one of our moms asked, what are the top three items you recommend for couples visiting a sex shop together for the first time? And then she asked, good gifts for men, good gifts for women. What about if you go by yourself? Do you recommend them going together as a couple? Sex toys. <laughs> um, Sex is with couples. Your, 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 your son got really excited there <laughs> when I brought that one. Do you have an answer? Okay, I'll, 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 I'll try. You try. You, he can talk too if you want to get closer. Come on. Okay, so so what? Wait here, come on, get closer. Okay. You want? Okay. okay, here I am. So what I would introduce yourself, Zach. Hi, I'm Zach. Um, I need I'm to get closer to the mic, Zach. I'm the son of famed sex therapist Laura <laughs> Fabric here on Super Mamas. Oh, um, look at you, Zach, being fabulous. You're going to be your best friend. You're going to be your gay, our gay best friend here on the show. <laughs> yeah, I am the delegated <laughs> best friend today. So. um and what I do is a lot of sex education, and I do we do a lot of toy presentations too because Ooh. we like to get some of our what? The do you people do those, we present do, to do excited do those, like, about toys. Do you do like Facebook lives on that so we can join in? <laughs> <laughs> no, we do workshops, but you can come up sometime. Oh, okay. Come to one of the frats we're doing a, a workshop for one of okay, the sororities. Awesome. Yeah, we do a lot of education. So something that I really like for first time because I kind of just got into toys myself. Um, something that can be really, really great for first-time um, couples, you know, going to a sex shop w- would be a light bondage kit because what? what? I, Maybe I, we can get your mom back. I on. shit you not. I shit you not. So, so the fun, the fun about that instead of going light to a sex shop and you know just kit. buying a toy for you know the man or a toy for the woman right. that that may have nothing to do with each other if you buy a light bondage kit you know that kind of gets both parties involved oh. to a point where you know you can try something new that you know kind of makes you uncomfortable <laughs> and um you can find your you can each find your role in that and what you're comfortable with in right. that setting in that setting of bondage so i really like I really like that for a first time kind of thing. You're going to have to tell us which bondage kit you're talking about so we can link it on our okay, show I'm notes. Okay, I'm talking about something. I'm talking about something very very v- relatively vanilla, something with maybe some velcro handcuffs. Oh, okay. Oh, maybe like I'm not I'm not talking nipple clamps for like the first time. Like like <laughs> She's that's some second time shit. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you watched the show Billions. Billions? No. But one of the characters is really into bondage, so I'm like, oh, you like that? <laughs> but no, some light bondage can be fun because it gets both parties involved in doing the, same, like and doing the same thing. I, I can, I'm down with a little velcro. light velcro. Just okay. velcro. Just velcro. I can fuck with some velcro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But yeah, okay, I'll, I'll turn it back to my... <laughs> That is great. No, that, that is great. That's my baby. Um, okay. So, you have raised a great son. Thank you. So um, what I always recommend that women have, uh, whether they go with their partner or not, is um, a pocket rocket, you know, a little uh, vibrator that you can carry around with you, you can take on vacation, um, really just mostly for clitoral stimulation. Um, and, you know, there, there's all kinds of all kinds of brands. I don't really have anyone in particular, but there's all kinds of brands. Um, 
that you make sure that you can wash them and you and so a little pocket rocket some a little vibrator i think is good um make sure i always recommend that people get a cleaning product mm-hmm. um because you don't want um bacteria and all that stuff and that's one of the things with toys is that they can get kind of grody so mm-hmm. you can wash them with soap and water i have a like a sex they sell like sex toys cleaning spray or whatever so i would recommend that um, and I think that it's really about what floats your boat, you right. know? I mean, there's all kinds of really scary stuff. And what I recommend is that you stay away from the scary, the scary mm-hmm. stuff because there's some, you know, like all the, for me, like, you know, masks and all that stuff doesn't, <laughs> you know, black leather and blah, blah, blah. And, <laughs> unless you know, you're into it. And it, unless you're into it. Right. So what I would say is that if something, it, it's... I think pushing your boundaries a little bit is what it's all about. Like, right. oh, this is new and this is different. And, and that's what keeps it spicy and exciting. But I don't think you should ever buy anything that makes you scared. And I think that that's where people, they go in and they buy like the biggest dildo they can find. <laughs> and then, and then, but it's really scary. And if, if, if one says yes and one says no, if you're using it together, it has, it, but they, they both have to be yeses. It has wow, to be two yeses. And if it feels like a no, you know, maybe you're starting out, it, then, then be, be, be true to your nose. Yeah. I think that's important. It's, you know, sex toys and pornography and stuff can be really fun and really useful as long as it's a yes but for a lot of people it crosses the line and it becomes a no and they don't say no and then it becomes you know uncomfortable and scary and people have bad you know um you know experiences experiences and it's just it's not worth it so i think anything that feels fun and kind of silly and i love the light bondage kit i think that's a great idea um um, and as far as going in with your partner, if I think it's a blast, if your partner is into it, if you guys are fun, it's fun to do on a date night. Mm-hmm. It's fun to Ooh. do. Yeah. You go to dinner and then you go to the pleasure chest and get or, a couple of drinks. Yeah. yeah but, right. Exactly. You get a little, a little buzz first, a little michelada first. Yes. And, um, but but you know as long as it's fun i just yeah. i think that if people feel like they have to do it it and and i've heard i'm, I'm saying this cuz i've heard many of these right. stories you know then it's not fun right. so it needs to stay in the fun category i, I think Got also it. like a lot of people have misconceptions about sex shops but it's because you know you've and you've gone to like in like some really dark ones with like you know these ugly men in the entrance and you're like what is this right but there's some really nice places that you can go you mentioned the pleasure chest and i have gone with my husband exactly Where like we is, go on a los date. angeles right yeah, west hollywood LA, west hollywood um you know we go on at dinner and then we we've, we've gone after and it's so it's so pretty right it's you go in there's section yeah. then sections there's the people that are very knowledgeable so you can you can ask them and you don't feel like ashamed right because that's what they're there for to give you information and it's nice because they give you like a pretty box and a pretty bag and you don't you're not walking out like hiding things or you know it's like really it's a really nice place so if you want to go and you or you've heard like you think there's like there they you have a bad connection with sex shops there's a lot of sections out there that are like really nice that you can actually go and enjoy yeah and the other thing is that if it feels like you're worried about running into somebody you know (laughs) or you've got Mm -hmm. a little discomfort i recommend do it out of town you know Mm -hmm. if you're or do it online that's a great idea zach's idea of doing i mean you can buy you know anything i think you Mm -hmm. can probably buy poopy diapers online right now (laughs) so right so you really can so do it online and shop online and is there a website that you particularly like 
Zach? <laughs> hmm. I mean, there's always Adam and Eve. Adam, Adam and Eve. Eve, yeah. AdamandEve.com? Yeah. Okay, that's, that's good... probably the biggest one. Also, I also cuz I think when you shop online, it could be like kind of you don't know what you're looking for, so maybe go out of town and visit a sex shop and then if you just don't want to buy anything right there, you can always, you know, go mm-hmm. and shop for it online as because you know what you're looking for. Right, or you can go in and say you're buying it for a friend. Yeah. <laughs> the one I go the one I go to in Pasadena is called Romantics and they actually have a table where they you could actually like Sampled, not sampled. <laughs> They're out there, so you can see what they, how they, how yeah. they work, what they do, right? And like, I mean, I was really surprised in like what's out there right now. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Pretty, the, and they're pretty. One of the, we, I haven't done this for a, li- a long time, and I don't know if they still do it, but there was a, a while ago, probably about ten years ago, there was a lot of people doing the, the like the Tupperware party, but for sex toys. Wow. Yeah, and that was. Do you remember those? The Love Boutique or something like that, and people would come and they'd have all these toys, and it was all girls in the room, and everyone would be drinking, and it was fun. I went to a couple. Yeah, of it those. is fun. It is fun. Yeah, it's fun. It's, it's, it's a, it's it's a fun. good time. So awesome. That and might be something, maybe a super mama event. Maybe we should do that. There we go. What about the mommies that are single? Like single moms. Like, you know, they don't have a partner, They're in, but they're, you know, we, we need to give the body what the body wants, right? Well, I think, you know, listen, masturbation is probably the best invention on the planet Earth next to Micheladas. <laughs> and, and um, you know, the and, and, People have all kinds of preferences and what they want to do. Um, the only thing that I would say is that you got to make sure your kids safe. You know, you got to be be careful about who you, you know who you're bringing home, mm-hmm. um, and you know just make sure that because your priority when your kids are little or mm-hmm. really right. or the when they're 19 is making sure your your kids are safe. You don't right. want to put anyone in a dangerous position. I, I meant more for like you know I think we we don't really talk a lot about masturbation and you know people are like oh that's forbidden word you know even or mostly like reserved for guys reserved for guys like, um, only guys masturbate you know, women don't masturbate the other day i was talking to um one of my girlfriends and her siblings she has like, four sisters so we were all together hanging out and um you know and i was telling them about you know them i was like you know you guys all they're in their mid-20s and I'm like, you guys should have like a, you guys should go and buy yourself a vibrator and really like learn your body and learn to masturbate. And their, their faces was like, <laughs> you I blew had, their minds. <laughs> they were like, what? I was like, uh, you don't masturbate. And she was like, no, Prissy, I'm not like that. I'm like, like a human. <laughs> She's lying. <laughs> Maybe she did lie. But, um. I think there's this like misconception about masturbation. Right. There's also misconceptions about like um, men think that women can masturbate before they have sex because like they won't come again. And I'm like, that's not the way our body works. Or like, because you're married, you shouldn't masturbate. Yeah. Or like, you know, when we masturbate, you know, that women can masturbate, like can actually finish several times. I know men can do it once and then it takes, you know, some recharge. But women can just keep going and going. So anything that's such a misconception yeah. Um, <clears throat> wow. So I think masturbation is just about the most natural thing on the planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's free. It's easy. It's, you know, um, and you can do it anywhere. So uh, 
almost. So I think that um, I agree with you. I mean, I think that the most important thing in order to have a good sex life is to be connected with yourself sexually. And if you're not connected to your own body and you don't know what turns you on and you don't know what pleases you, you're not going to have a very good sex life. And I think a lot of women for a gazillion years have been, you know, doing their, their wifely duty and really not orgasming or not even if you don't orga you know if you can't orgasm at least not feeling pleasure and they just kind of do it and get it over with um and i think for those women and i see lots of those women i always recommend masturbation getting to know your own body what turns you on you know how do you get there and i think that men who believe that um need a lesson from their women mm-hmm. about how knowing hey baby if i know my own body and i know how to get myself there i'm going to be better for you right that is really right. that and is it's really true it's, really it's true that's really it makes me so sad to hear that in 2017 that women still feel like it's naughty or evil or a sin and yeah. it's just it's so to me it's really important to be connected to yourself i mean our sexuality is our vitality it's yeah, connected mm-hmm. to being vital and being out in the world and being alive and to mm-hmm. repress that feels just really sad to and me. you know we start doing it very early with the with the kids if we you know because for them it's natural just to be like oh this feels good right and in our culture we go immediately to like ah, oh, stop touching there you're dirty like right away we label it so since they're little they're like oh my god we're not supposed to do that you know so i think it's very important to normalize it for them as well yeah for sure and i think that that whole concept of sex and dirty together Mm -hmm. is really devastating and i find myself talking to women in their 30s and 40s who are still walking around with those belief systems Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. sex is dirty it's naughty it's a no not a yes and that programming, particularly when you're little, sticks in there. It mm-hmm. stays in there, and it really does um, affect your later sexuality. I mean, I I've, I think I said last time I do some tantra tantric meditation, and I'm in a group, and a lot of the people in that group talk about all the kind of having to get over all the stuff they learned when they were little kids and yeah. dirty and bad and no. And it's it's devastating. Yeah. So that was my other question. How do you get out of that state? How do you how do you how do you work towards freeing yourself sexually? Well, I think part of it is telling yourself that it's okay, and then having really good experiences, which kind of ties into like going to the sex shop, like do something that's a yes. Mm-hmm. So it's really being aware of your yeses and being comfortable with your yeses, and then working on your yeses like oh you know uh you know maybe oral sex is a no for you but maybe you know using your finger your partner using his fingers is a yes and so then you go with that for a while and you really kind of um uh, just enjoy and bathe in the yeses until you can try something else and it's it, and part of it is knowing in your adult state that you know our parents did the best that they could that mm-hmm. they all did right. and yeah. that they had different belief systems and that we can choose different beliefs than our parents which is you know free will and self-determination right and Amen. really really believing you know what we believe Allowing yourself to feel something new. I think sometimes we're scared yeah. of like feeling something that we think it's bad. And if we feel it, we're like, oh my God, I'm doing something bad. You know, I think it's like giving yourself permission to feel good yeah. because sex is a good thing. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's kind of a crazy example, but I have a girlfriend who grew up Mormon, and for and she wore the the garments, mm-hmm. yeah, the garments mm-hmm. on there, and um, which are the least sexy things on the planet Earth. And <laughs> I didn't know this, but the women have mm-hmm. to wear their bras over the garments mm-hmm. because my, the garments have to touch their bodies. My aunts are um, all Mormon. Yeah, and then she um, decided to leave the church uh, about four years ago, and she took off the garments and how incredibly freeing that felt and how we talk about this a lot and then but the how the messaging would still reverberate in her head like you know oh my god this feels so good and she's she's wearing you know tank tops and then you know having a moment of like (gasps) yeah i shouldn't be doing this and really kind of giving herself permission to feel good because it, it felt good so it's kind of reprogramming which should be the hardest thing in the world. Um, okay, so I think it's time for us to take a little break. And um, we feel we'll, the micheladas. Yeah. Um, we come back. Let's have a conversation with your son. Okay. Yeah. Gay stuff. I, he's, like, he's like itching to talk about gay stuff. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Hello, Zach. You're fabulous. Oh my gosh, of course. So you're going to give us the insight of men, on, on men and what men like pleasure. One of my, Ooh. one of our girlfriends asked this question and okay. you know, I'm going to, I'm going to ask it because we, this is this, I think this show is about keeping um, it real. Well, not just about keeping it real, but I think it's normalizing certain normalizing. words and normalizing certain things. And you know, that's what, that's what we talk about. Absolutely. Um, so my uh, super mama said, do guys like women to play with their anus? And my my response in one word is absolutely. This is 2017. (laughs) This is the year of pegging. Like it is, I'm telling you, this is something that is very much in. And, um, you know, since we talked about sexual sexual liberation Mm -hmm. just five minutes ago. Right. I think this is definitely something um, that's happening, you know, to male identified people in 2017. That um, a lot of men are becoming more liberated in you know, admitting or not admitting or embracing that, you know, they like to have their butts played with. And Mm -hmm. like, that's totally fine. Um, So my short answer is that, you know, I said yes, but obviously it's very case by case. Not all guys, you know, might like to have their prostate simulated just because you know just because it could be really sensitive you know Mm -hmm. you know any any reason why you wouldn't have another another erogenous zone stimulated like it could be too sensitive for you you know it might it might not be what feels good for you but um for men since men have prostates anal anal sex and anal play can be really pleasurable um, and unfortunately, it's tied to this huge misconception that if you like getting your butt played with, if you like getting your butt fingered, if you like getting your butt, you know, penetrated, then you're gay. And that's completely not true. Um, and while I am gay and while I do, you know, occasionally like getting my butt penetrated, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm not. Your mom right here is like. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's, you know, it's an exclusive, it's something exclusively for people who identify with the LGBT community. Um, and there's a lot of ways in which, um, you know, anal play can be introduced for right. sure, mm-hmm. you know. Um, 
there's there's just countless numbers of toys since you know we touched on toys earlier there's a countless number of toys um a, a vibrator that that you know except the thing is when you when finding an anal toy you have to be very really careful that it has a flared base otherwise it could get stuck okay um oh, okay. in in you know your rectum and yeah. that's not cute or fun <laughs> so healthy healthy <laughs> or healthy um but um i definitely think that you know, we're we're coming to a time where people are much more open about what they like. Where you know, masturbation is becoming way more widely accepted than it was, mm-hmm. you know, even ten, fifteen years ago. And um, with that is coming, you know, this this new trend, not a new trend, but this new, you know, embracing, embracing, yeah, of I of, think of the thing that that guys have liked for a really long time, right? And like we were talking off of Mike, it's that you know, it's just very tied to a lot of stigmas, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we are Latino, and in in our in our culture, it's oh my god, like I don't I don't know if there was there would be guys that would actually op- admit it, you know, I don't I don't thinking about all the men that I know and I don't know they'd be like yeah I like it you know maybe mm-hmm. they like it in very private but mm-hmm. it, it's just tied to so many um, again stigmas myth, uh, myths you know and it's concepts, a power play it's concepts the, you know, yes it's exactly because the, the whole idea is that you know the man penetrates the woman mm-hmm. and like when you know it, that's that's that does that just can absolutely be altered and can be totally flipped depending right. on you know how you're feeling the mood of the day the weather like it could, you know that that's just not a concrete set in stone dynamic right 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 and and it can absolutely be reversed and it can absolutely be modified and played with and um, I think that you know once people once men are willing to get over ugh, men once men are willing to get over um, you know the idea that that this is you know a gay thing even though you know gay guys have always known how to have a good time um (laughs) i think that i think that it would be it could it could be a really productive thing i think it'll lead to a lot of healthier um, relationships yeah a lot of and a lot of sex positivity in in you know the community that you mentioned and also with women you know i think like i think a lot with women too um because i've i've heard that even with girlfriends you know it's Mm -hmm. sort of like this thing that's like okay like behind you know and it's always like weird because i feel like a lot of men always like search for that part of female bodies mm-hmm. yet like you know maybe they do it because they subconsciously want it back um but a lot of women also feel like oh my god no not there or like you know and it's it's and and maybe talk a little bit more about like how you know scientifically it's okay like it may is it meant for that is it not meant for that is are there like a lot of like um are there a lot of nerves nerves tied to there that could like uh nerve endings that Mm -hmm. that are tied there to there and and if um maybe one of these supermasters are maybe open to to exploring that Mm -hmm. what do you recommend um being like a first step towards like exploring that absolutely well it's it's absolutely safe it's absolutely you know as long as it's done consensually it's completely okay and there's there's nothing you know wrong medically or scientifically that could happen um you know by by you know starting out with with you know fing- like fingering for example okay and using using some fingers to stimulate the prostate um and i would say that the first step to take to that as you mentioned earlier is lube okay. lube is the bottom line okay Find and is a there lube. particular lube that you recommend yes okay. i use this i use this lube from germany called uber lube 
over Uber or in German Uberloop. Uberloop. Okay. And um, if, it's an, if it's from Germany, I believe it. You know it works, and it's literally like being on a water slide. Oh. It's like so nice online. Yeah, I'm assuming uh, you, can, you, buy you it can buy it online. You can buy it in store. I go to uh, this sex shop on Santa Monica called uh, Shishi La Ruse. Mm-hmm. That's a fun one, and uh, it's it's meant for you know it's it's tef- it's in West Hollywood, so it's tailored for gay guys. But they have a really good selection of lubes, and I would really okay. recommend that. Um, and then the second step you can do is get a get a toy in there. Um, they make they make training sets actually of mm. I think I think all every man will shudder when he when he hears this word butt plug. Mm-hmm. I think anyone shudders. What I shuddered when I heard the word butt plug for the first time. It's a terrifying concept having a plug in your butt. Like, <laughs> like no one wants no one wants that. But like but but Maybe they we should make, change the name on it. They should change the name. But they but they um, bad marketing. Bad marketing. I would say I would say so. But they but they make these training sets that you know can be um, that go from small to large and can definitely help in um, like in promoting the stimulation of, of a man's prostate, you know, while, while working slowly and moving up. That's great. Awesome. Thank and you. I would, I Thank would you, Zach. Thanks, thanks that... for normalizing this for us. Oh, and it I is so say, normal. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. Everyone, everyone now and then likes a finger in there. I want to say I love like the relationship <laughs> that you have with your mother. You know, like it's I don't, fun, it's I don't fun. think like in a in a million years, my sister and I would have that kind of conversation <laughs> with, my, with our parents. But I think that's so beautiful, and I think it speaks on like that trust. You know, yeah. I, I know your mom, your your mother, your you you and your mom share a little bit about um, mm-hmm. the story when you came out. Mm-hmm. But you know, I think like having that trust between like I'm assuming your mom is your go-to person to talk to about yeah, this stuff. Yeah, she's my go-to. Um, as opposed to a stranger or a friend yeah. or or someone that might give you or um, you know maybe like not the best advice because I think at the end of the day no one in the world ever ever will love you as much as your mom and also uh, yeah that's true and also at the end of the day I'm here because you know my parents had sex whether I like to ad- <laughs> whether I like to admit it or not so so I and I really I I truly think that as you know the years go by we're as a society we're getting way more sex positive and right. you know I just there's nothing I would rather talk about with you know the people I love than than sex because it's so important and it's the, it it's the fabric of our society Awesome. And it gives you confidence also. <laughs> oh, here comes Amara. Uh, she's like, wanted, she's like, she's like, uh, objection, I, your honor. No, no, I just, I want to talk about anal sex for women. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Can I do that? Yes, please, okay. please, please. So the anus has around the outside is all nerves. Okay. It's mm-hmm. all nerves all the time. There's not, it's different than the vagina that in the vagina, we have nerves on the, in the lining of the vagina. So we feel it inside the, the anus is re, it's really the outside. Okay. Of it. So, oh. and the muscle walls are different in the vagina and in the anus. So it feels different for a man to be penetrating a woman's vagina than it does for a man to be penetrating the anus. And it feels different for the woman too. Okay. So the, I think for women, there are a lot of women that really like it, and there are a lot of women that don't. A lot of people are worried about, um, um, you know, the the fecal matter and, you know, if you poop and all that stuff. Thankfully, the anus is kind of a self-cleaning machine. So if you're pooping and you're wiping and you're, you know, washing yourself in the shower, which I know everyone's doing, <laughs> that... Um, that it's pretty clean. Some people like to do an enema or something before. I think that that's 
pretty unnecessary. Okay. Um, but what I do, what you don't want to do is you don't want to combine the a- anal sex and vaginal, vaginal sex yes. without washing in yeah. between because okay. there or what a lot of people do with fingers too exactly or what a lot of people do is they will use either a glove for their fingers when they have anal if they're penetrating the the anus with their fingers and a, a condom if they're doing anal sex and then take the condom off even i would say even if you're doing that you still might want to do a little wash a little washcloth something like that Got so it. it's just you don't want to combine it but a lot of women really like anal sex particularly when they're very very turned on it's not where you start right yeah. it is not where you start <laughs> Okay, it may be where you finish, but it's not where you start. So that's my two cents. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. I That's very, very helpful. Good. Um, and um, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked him earlier. Is uh, I know he talked about starting kits, but is there anything that maybe, like if a woman's never had it or she wants to start experiencing with it, are there any tips that you can give us? It's like, okay, start with this or? Small, small, small. You start okay. small. I mean, some, some people start with the, a pinky. Okay. Like literally not even an index finger, like okay. a pinky. So you start small. It is, you know, for many people, it's very painful. And for some people, it's just it's it's just not anything they want to do. Okay. But if you're going to do it, start with something very thin and very small, like really a pinky, um, and then graduate up to an index finger. Um, you know, it, you just, you gotta, it, it you gotta kind of train the, the, the anus to be willing to open up. Um, so small and loop. Perfect. Well, thank you, Samara. We're going to take one last break and come back with our Superma pick or tip of the week, which should be really good ones. <laughs> we'll be right back. And we're back with a Superma pick or tip of the week. Uh, Samara. Okay, so I have two. Um, one, Zach reminded me, um, with toys, you uh, it's best to veer towards silicone toys as opposed to like hard plastic. It cleans better. It's just more hygienic. Um, so that's... It's more flexible. And yeah, and, and yeah, because really you just don't want to get bacteria down there and the other pick I have is that I've been listening to there's a brilliant brilliant therapist um, her name is Esther Perel P-E-R-E-L and um, I've been following her around for about 10 years she's coming out with her new book in October called uh, I just blanked on it Um, The State of Affairs it's about infidelity her Mm -hmm. first book is called Mating in Captivity which is about how to kind of keep it alive in long-term relationships, um, being erotic in long-term relationships. But I've been listening. She has a a series uh, on Audible. Uh, It's an Audible original, and it's called um, Where Should We Begin? And she does couples. She's I think she's got eight sessions, and she works with uh, a different couple in every session, and they're about uh, usually about 40 minutes to an hour um, and they're brilliant. And it's all about, you know, marriage and different problems. She, a couple of them have, you know, p- people with sexual issues, uh, having an affair, not, not having sex, um, wow. both heterosexual and homosexual. It is, it's the best thing I've listened to in a long time. So again, it's called Where Should We Begin by Esther Perel on Audible. That is a great, great, great tip. I love that on so many levels. I love that Audible's having an original, number one. <laughs> 
And I love, um, I actually watched her speak a couple of times at a conference that I went to. And, oh, that's where you got that. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Um, and she was like, just like, like blew my mind when kind of changed my perception on so many levels. I've never read any of her books, but I'm totally going to. Yeah, she also has a couple TED Talks that are great. And you can just, um, you know, Google Esther Perel at TED and it'll come up and her TED Talks are terrific. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. Well, well, my enough. tip, uh, going back to the whole um, sex toys and couple making it into a date. Uh, one time that my husband and I walked into the pleasure chest here in L.A., uh, we we noticed that they have workshops for couples. I mean, and there was like people, single people as well. But I would recommend, um, you know, we search for so many, so much information for so many other things. I think it's great that we search for information uh, together with our husbands about sex as well, or like I said, by yourself. So check out your local sex shop um, and check out if they have um, sex workshops where you can just attend and learn further of a specific subject that you're interested in. Um, and the if you go to if you're local and you're in LA, is thepleasurechess.com, and they have all the calendar of all their workshops that are coming up. So I know they're always having there, and you know that can be also like a date. Let's go to a sex class. That's a great. Know? That's a great date yeah. night. Yeah. And remember, if you are afraid someone will see you, then go out of town. Go out of town and visit one. Or this, you know, put put a wig on. Yeah, put a hat on. <laughs> put a wig on. Maybe. <laughs> Put a little like sexy maids outfit. <laughs> uh, well, my pick is going to be a um, a vibrator that I absolutely love. It's from the uh, brand Vito. It's V E with a little like dash on top. I don't know what you call that. D as in dog. O Vito, and the um, it, the toy itself is called Love Plus L U V Plus, and we will link this all on our on our website supermamas la. And it's silicone, like you said, you recommended, and um, it's it's fairly small. It's quiet, and it's it's great to use by yourself, and it's even better to use it with a partner. Um, so, if any of you guys are interested or are looking for an introductory like sort of toy, um, I recommend it. I gifted it to a friend not too long ago, and she really loves me now. So, um, <laughs> she's very I'm sure she loved you before. <laughs> I'm sure she loved me before, but um, yeah, I think it's a great one for maybe like as an intro, where it's not it's it's small, it's not intimidating, so it's great. That's my pick. Perfect. Uh, thank you so much for coming back, Samara. Oh, thank you for having oh me my and gosh. for letting Zach come and oh my hang gosh, out with no, us. Oh my thanks for bringing your, <laughs> your little so, boy. He's so amazing. Bad. I know. I want to move to college with him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I spent a semester there <laughs> interning for Zach. <laughs> so where can we find you, Samara? Um, I'm at uh, samarafabric.com. I'm just Google Samara and I come up. Um, I have a private practice in Beverly Hills. My email is samara at samarafabric.com. My website is being redesigned. It should be up. There's one, an old one, but my new one's going to be up hopefully in a week or two. Yay! Um, And uh, I'm available to answer questions. And uh, if you want to, you know, use you as a therapist. Yeah. Awesome. I got to, yeah, come (laughs) see me. Uh, thank you once again. Thanks for Zach for being here. Good luck in college, man. You you're doing life. Have fun. You are doing life. 
and don't forget to follow us sisters at underscore supermamas on Instagram and Twitter supermamas podcast on Facebook and supermamas.la uh, we will see you next week supermamas supermamas Super bye bye